Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. I'm going to be getting this one out on time this time because I uh, went to bed and uh, forgot to wake up to edit the podcast last week. So um, it's not going to happen again. But um, we got a lot to cover. Not that much to cover. It's been a quiet couple of uh, weeks, especially with the writer's strike and things going on. I am going to mention a couple things after we get through our main pile, um, starting with Disney Plus expects to fall short of 2024 subscriber goal. Are we shocked by this, Tim? No. So I mean, they can't. I mean, I don't. Yeah. They canceled so much and they, they're getting rid of so much stuff that's not airing anymore. I mean, what do they expect? There's a reason why I keep Peacock because I can literally watch The Office whenever I want. I can watch Parks and Rec whenever I want. If I liked the Willow reboot, why would I get why would I want to watch or keep it if they get rid of Willow completely off of the service? Right. No, ex- exactly. And they're trying to you know, move stuff around or push stuff up, but you can only do that for so long because, or yeah, for so long, because then you're just going to completely run out of stuff because you're going to have the gap from the strike or you're going to have to come back and, okay, what's the, what's the stuff that's closest to getting, you know, to air and do that and start pushing that out. But then you're going to have to backfill um, with stuff as well. Which is, I I think that's why they kept Ahsoka and the Loki season two, the way they did, because if they would have pushed those back, we would have had probably like a six month to seven month window where we wouldn't have anything basically on Disney plus. And then, cause I mean, obviously either way you're going to be in trouble. Cause either you keep the way it is, you push some back, you push some normal, you know, there's going to be an issue no matter what, because what's going to happen is when the strike's over and everything's be able to be promoted again, they legitimately are going to are going to front load it. And all of a sudden you're going to have seven shows coming out at once. No, they're still going to have a gap, which right. I didn't even know this. Did you know you can get approval to promote something? What do you what do you mean by that? So um, if, if there's a movie coming out, so there's one that's coming out. It's called Onyx, the fortuitous and something it's a it's a kickstarter film and i actually followed the guy his name is bowser and he was on one of my favorite podcasts when it was on nerdist and um he has a character onyx the fortuitous where he makes those fake um newsreels where it's him talking like it's an incident and he talks real funny and he went viral for that well he's making a movie about it and they actually got permission because he's basically a writer and an actor and the producer and the director, and he did everything himself, they're allowing them to promote that movie. So the people that are in it are able to promote it without any repercussions from SAG, stuff like that. I thought that was interesting because they make it sound like they're super unreasonable, but this film is all small people. And if they can get it out there and get it, you know, promoted, it's going to do well, you know, same with like AMC struck a deal with people. So they still have, AMC shows being made. Um, right. You know, and let's just, I'll just bring it up now. So, a bunch of shows, uh, I think it was The Talk, uh, the Jennifer Hudson show, the Drew Barrymore show, 
and a real time with Beryl Marr. Those were all going to come back. Now, what people don't know, everyone was mad about Drew Barrymore. There's a clause in their contract where if they don't come back, I believe they have to pay. So, like, there's a stipulation, like, there's fines that they accrue because they don't consider a talk show necessarily that. Bill Maher was going to do everything without writers, and he was going to keep in the spirit of it. And he said, I'm not backing down, I'm not backing down, I'm not backing down. And then he backed down because apparently people are saying that they're going to be meeting with people. The Netflix and them have opened up their doors. They're going to start talking again. Um, I don't know how true that is. I don't know if we're going to be getting any content because legitimately what's crazy is, is Netflix has been dropping stuff left and right. Um, we won't be, uh, me and the wife watched the show Virgin river. It dropped the fourth season and we were like, Whoa, what the heck? And then, you know, the new Murdoch show just dropped. I believe like there's literally all these stuff that is dropping. And from what I've heard, uh, Kitchen Nightmares is coming back. All these shows are coming back. And it was almost like an anticipation. Like, you got to think John Taffer, Gordon Ramsay, all their production studios are reality productions. There's no writers, it's just producers and other staff. Now, I just don't know if the, I don't know if the writers and actors guilds are allowing those people to work without repercussion because technically like the gaffers and the, you know, the cable people, all the people doing the camera work, usually they go on strike with the other people because they're in a union as well. But I don't know what's going to happen. It's just interesting to see all of this happen. And then, um, we also just got, they approved a union uh, for the Marvel uh, graphic de- the graphic designers, um, CGI people. The CGI studio, CGI workers for Marvel have unionized. So hmm. it's getting serious. Everyone's, especially with the uh, United Auto Workers Union striking right now, they know that yeah. it's all in their hands. Everything is in their hands. So, um and along those lines, it's weird when you see that like Loki season two release date is moved up. That's deceptive. It's moving up a day, I believe. They're taking a page out of the Ahsoka handbook, um, which is the Amazon handbook, and they're going to release at six Pacific, nine Eastern, um, the day of. And apparently, Ahsoka has seen an uptick since they have changed it from uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi series. So. Yeah, like you said, it got moved up by a day. One yep, day. by a day. Um, Elemental has become the most viewed Disney Plus movie premiere of 2023, which is not shocking because it went to Ele- it went to Disney Plus like very quickly after it was in the theaters. So, right here's the thing: when you see a kids movie. Like, if Tim was taking his kid to a movie, or I was taking my kid to a movie for the first time, and it was, like, a legitimate theater and not one of those kiddie ones you see in Vegas, I'm not taking my kid until the movie's been in the theater for at least a month, maybe longer. Because I don't want, if he doesn't like it, he gets agitated. I don't want him causing a scene in the theater, you know? This, these movies haven't even had a chance to do that. 
So by the time a, a parent with a child that's borderline makes the decision, it's on Disney Plus. So they're going to watch it immediately because they don't have to deal with the theater anymore. And then because it's so new, you might watch it two or three times just to see what you miss as an adult or your kids like, I really like it. I want to watch it again. So it's not surprising to me. Uh, I'm just waiting to see because of the change that uh, Chappick made where he was pushing day and date and then premium and then Iger saying, no, we're not doing that anymore. I'm wondering if that also is what's having an effect on the subscriber goal because there is no exclusivity anymore to certain movies coming out or shows um, that are making that much of a difference. So, yeah. Right. And uh, I guess it, it also did well. It was the um, um, most viewed Disney Plus movie premiere of all time in Latin America. So, I mean, I that's pretty did, good. It's not a lot in America. Well there. So, that's pretty good. Yep. I mean, you would think Coco would probably be better. Right. But, but that came out before Disney Plus existed. So, but, exactly. Um, we got a new trailer for The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes in theaters November 17th. I read all the original Hunger Game books, did not read this one, wasn't sure what it was about. I know that it was about um, the main character of uh, Snow, uh, who was the president of all the districts and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we did see so this trailer gives you an idea that basically it's, the creation of the Hunger Games, and it's weird because they set rule. It just it's 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 super. It it they want it to be the creation of the Hunger Games, but also the creation of the character that is Snow. So it's one of those things where I don't know if I'm gonna like it or not. It does show like there's kind of a love story in it, which I'm okay with. Um, but I feel like if they tried going too close to what the original movie did, then I don't know if I can actually watch it. Cause it's kind of like, um, why do we just rehashing all this stuff? You know what I mean? Right. So we're going to see, um, how well it does. I do like it quite a bit just because I liked the books themselves when I did watch the movies um, I don't know. I know there was stuff missed, but like, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those things where we'll see what happens. I am, um, I don't know. Like we have so much stuff out there that like, they could do other stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're just rehashing other things. And what I have noticed, like, I don't know about you, but I do feel like there's a lot of stuff out there where all of a sudden you look and you're like, this is, this, you're just redoing the same exact story. Like you can literally say, okay, Here's this, here's that. There's literally nothing different from anything else that I've watched in these shows or movies, and some of them are predictable. Um, like, I don't cuss in front of my mom, and I said the F word one time when, on a show we were watching because it literally scared me so much. 
I was like, you know what I mean? Like, it was right. like, oh, I did not expect that. And I miss that kind of stuff. And, you know, I don't know if it's lazy writing or whatnot. Like, there's a show that no one's watching. Tim probably hasn't even watched it. Um, but uh, Upload, made by Greg Daniels, creator of The Office. And it's about, it's futuristic. You can, if you die or you're about to die, you can have your consciousness uploaded into a server. And basically, you can live there forever. Um, but the poorer you are, the worse the services are. And it's a great concept. Like, it, it's new, it's fresh, but no one likes it. Everyone wants the same thing over and over again. It's kind of, I kind of feel like that's why Hallmark and Lifetime does so well because it's literally the same thing. Businesswoman, businessman goes back to their hometown, helps their families save their small bakery, ornament business, wreath making company, card factory, whatever it is. And then they fall in love with their high school sweetheart or somebody who's new to town or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's always the same and people love it. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this one's supposed to be a little bit different, but I just get the same vibes. And they legitimately, one thing that kind of bothered me, they play that Jennifer Lawrence song, um, Are You, Are You Coming to the Tree? And so you, you, I'm like, that's from the original movies. Why? Why are you playing that in this movie? Doesn't make any sense, but I digress. Um, I'm okay with it, but I don't know. Uh, It's going to be, I'll have to, when I watch it, I'll, I'll let Tim know how I actually feel about it. Um, this one right here is insane. Because my wife does not even care about this. And she was confused. So <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem gets Paramount Plus release date. It released on the 19th of this month. And my wife looks at me and goes, um, didn't that just go in the theaters? And I'm like, yeah, that was like two weeks ago right it was only in the theaters for like two weeks that's insane Dave, yeah I, i'm i don't know i've heard there was great reviews on it i yeah unless there was a thing um because it just says right here it pulled in 162 million you know and it's first weekend so i don't I don't know, uh, man. Uh, uh, is it still in theaters? Um, I assume so. Let me see. I mean, that would be dumb to to put it on there and then take it off. But I mean, it says watch now subscription on there. Um, yeah, it still has show times for me for tomorrow. One fifteen, three fifty, six twenty five. That's yeah, that's weird. That's crazy. So, Los Banos, you know, Los Banos, they got four show times, one of them at 9 55. Tracy has one, two, three, four, five showings tomorrow, and that's Friday during the day. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, because here's the thing Paramount Plus, they did a very, very big push with um ink master the newest season they did of ink master 
And I think that kind of bit them in the butt because they don't have like um, the wife watched all of Bull. Now she's watching this one called Younger, but they don't have a lot of newer content. There is one called Sky Med that I really like, um, but it's not. It's not like, you know, anything groundbreaking. You know what I mean? It's a typical it's a typical show about medics. Just a, just the application is different. But I am surprised seeing because normally if it went on on Paramount Plus and they had like two show times a day and it was like lunchtime and two o'clock. Yeah, I could yeah. get I could get it. But I mean they're showing them after people get off work. Right, exactly. Yeah, and it was only in it says it's in theaters for like a month and then it came out on this and it made like like I said, 167 million. So it's not like it was oh, it was a flop and we took it off. But you know, you know what I could I th- the only thing I could think of is what if they're planning an animated show and they want to get as many people to subscribe to Paramount Plus, it boosts the merch sales. And if possibly could, if they have a show, get people to get the subscription and forget about it. Right. Well, they did say that they're coming out with a sequel and um, a spinoff series. Yeah. So there you go. So, yeah. I mean, all I want to see is I want to see the Ronin edit. Have you seen that trailer? No. So, you know, the theory of Ronin, right? No. So it's like a, it's a samurai. It's like a lone samurai. And okay. so that's what that's what the nickname um, uh, Hawkeye from uh, the Avengers goes by when he's killing people in Japan. He goes by Ronin. And okay. um, there's a fan made trailer of I think it's Donatello or Leonardo is the only one left. And all of the three other ones are dead. And basically he sits there and he he's all scarred up. And he has all their weapons laying in front of him. And basically, he's on like a suicide mission to kill all the bad guys. And he is so I want to see that get made. But yeah, interesting. But yeah, before you moved on, it said. um, Where the heck was it at? Of course, I just saw it. And then, um, oh, uh, Paramount announced the filming will be out of Paramount Plus. Where the heck was it at? Oh, yeah, Paramount. uh, Shortly before it hit theaters, Paramount announced both the sequel and television show has been greenlit. Well, there you go. So there you go. And, you know, like the other thing they said, it came out right, you know, as Barbie and Super Mario Brothers was in theaters, too. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going up against that. And, I mean, I don't care who you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know the thing is, is, I feel like today's world, they probably realize the attention span of people in theaters, unless it's a show like or movie like Oppenheimer, where there's technical aspects where you need to hear stuff that's kind of crazy. You're going to end up with people putting them in to, you know, these streamers faster. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, and yeah. And I think like I said with Oppenheimer, too, where it's a um, historical movie. So you're going to, you know, you know, you know what happens uh, already and you need to, you know, tell it. And, you know, obviously he did it in a good way where if it's like in, you know, an original, it's, you know, short, quick to the point Mm -hmm. that, you know, a shorter movie, 
you're not going to get people that are going to sit in the theater for three hours unless it is like a a sequel to a movie that did well right or or like you said like an oppenheimer avatar 2 type deal on that or i mean do you do i do you think that that whole barbenheimer thing will change the way they make movies because i mean people were literally seeing them back to back right yeah yep and that's six that was almost six hours yeah but was that just in you know an opportunistic thing on it just because how both of them came out i mean it wasn't like it was planned to do that no um and it just happened to to be that's what it was so i which which i mean we could have we could have had that with the keanu section when instead they moved the release date for john wick because it was supposed to be john wick 4 and matrix the same day but oh yeah against that yeah but that's well We'll see how it does. I might have to watch it this weekend. You know, uh, I am going to be for those of you that listen. If you're going to be in the at the uh, Capital City Air Show, I will be there. So look for a NCBV shirt with a candy skull on the back of it. I'll be sporting that for the event. So look for me there. Um, now we're going into gaming. Um, this one almost made me tear up a little bit because I, it's, I know it's nostalgic for Tim as well. They did the first look at the Modern Warfare Three maps. Um, and, uh, I can't tell you guys how much time me and Tim have spent on rust. Rust was legitimately one of the best maps ever. Um, uh, it's where I learned about Tim's anger issues with campers because that (laughs) was the best place for it. Um, but they're bringing back all the amazing ones. They're bringing, they have rust. They have, um, that warehouse one too. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, Rust, Skyscraper. Um, uh, of course, they had all the maps on there now. Um, Afghan Derail Estate. Um, Derail is a good one, too. Yep. Derail Invasion, is a good one, too. Quarry, Rust, Scrapyard, Skid Row, Terminal. Terminal is a good one. Terminal is a good one. Underpass, Wasteland, Subbase. So, all of them that they obviously remastered or redid yeah it looks, and it looks and, awesome and they're pushing the idea to that because if you guys have not played the Warzone map has there all the map locations in multiplayer are visible in Warzone map aside from um ship uh shipyard and uh shoot house those two are not on the map, but those are just small maps that they use for boosting XP. Um, but it just it made me feel super nostalgic. And then I saw the video. Did you see the video where they showed the before and after what it looked like and what it looks like now? Yeah. Yep. Dude, it's, it's dramatic. It, it gave me all the feels. Because what's crazy is, for everyone that's younger, if you listen, you don't realize how bad the graphics are until you go back. And you never go back because you're moving on to the next game. So when mm. someone shows you the picture and you're like, Man, I thought it looked way better than that when I was playing. Which it did because that was the better than the last game. It was better than the last game and the newest resolution that came out on the PS2 or PS3 or PS4 yep. or whatever it was um on it. So it like you said, yeah, it was better than the last game, but now you look at it, I mean it's like going back just to high just standard high definition yep. versus you know 1080p, 4K, all of this stuff. It's like 
Oh, wait, that's HD. HD looks like standard definition did when HD came out. Yep. 100%. It's crazy. And um, I I think I just don't know. I, don't know. I, I just I'm super excited for it. I'm glad I pre-ordered it. I need to update all my stuff because uh, today was the last day for Warzone 1. Um, those servers have been shut down. And they are trying to say a bunch of the maps in the trailer for the new game. Um, a bunch of the clips have visuals of places that were in Verdansk. So they're saying, I bet you they're bringing Verdansk back. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe they're going to do a limited time event. I don't know. But they are bringing a new Warzone map, but it's all going to stay in the same Warzone setup. I think they were getting away from the servers and everything from Warzone 1 because of the failing of Caldera. And they were transferring them over to this new one and making it more adaptable. So um, we are getting a bluey well, view. And, well, and before, oh. I mean, before you move on, just it's uh, set to drop on Friday, November 10th on it. Releases you could pre-order now, obviously. And if you yeah. pre-order, I think you get the game, the the actual campaign. You get it the week before, I believe. You yes. get it early. Yeah. So and, depending, there's a vault edition and then a cross-gen slash standard. Obviously, you get the game early access to open beta. This is for both of them: early access to campaign and the soap operator pack. So yeah. you basically get that for both of them. And then what you get on the vault edition is a Nemesis operator pack, two weapon vaults. Uh, Black Cell one season plus 30 additional tier skips and the PlayStation exclusive is plus five battle pass tier skips. So you still get that uh, PlayStation um, exclusive on it. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is it says minimum OPA beta duration is two days. So you get at least two days of the open it should be next. It should be in October. Usually, it's like a month before the game drops. They do the open beta, um, so and it's usually like a double XP weekend. Well, let's just see if they let us keep our stuff from that because I would be excited because I haven't been playing lately. You know, with the baby, um, Tim and I are both in season. So by the time we get home, it's just you don't want to do anything, especially when it's not like. Um, but we're talking about it soon, Dizzy Speedstorm, where I can finish a round in three minutes, if that. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm spending 20 minutes on one round, and it just, it's not, it's not right. conducive yeah. to having a child. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. So, but like, and there's, of course, a website to go for the Modern Warfare 3 beta, and there's, you know, it tells you everything on it, where can you pre-order, how do I get it, you know, yada, yada, and then... It's of course it's just a stay tuned for more details about open beta. Yep. So. Well, fingers crossed they knock us out of the park, but they've been doing everything else because I'm not gonna lie, um, it's been very encouraging what I have seen, and we are getting here's the best part. Did you see who is coming to the game for a skin? Um, no, to be honest, I never really got into like the guys and following that. I know you like to do like kind of campaign modes and whatnot. Um, no, for Warzone, for Warzone, it's coming for the new update for this season. 
Yeah, I couldn't tell you. We're getting who, Spawn. Who it was. Yeah, We're getting Spawn, and it's for the Halloween event. I think the Halloween event, the last time you and I did the Halloween event, that was, what, two years ago? Where yeah. it was the, the things popping out of it. You got the jump oh scares. God. Yeah. And oh, then if my you, God. You could hear they had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, or if you go by it, you'd hear that, and the Saw house, and all of that. That was awesome. That was fan fantastic. It was an amazing addition. I believe um, Michael Jai White, who played Spawn in the original movie, I believe he is also going to vo- voice the character as well. Oh, and we're getting a we're getting a bunch of uh, stuff for the event. That's kind of cool. So look for that. I might stream the Halloween event because I love that event. And Tim and I, we actually got a win. Remember, with that chick. Yeah. We got to win with that random on on the night event. So, yeah. Um, Next in gaming, we are getting a Bluey video game, which is releasing on November 17th. It is going to be an open world. They call it open world, but really all you get to do is you get to go to their house and some of the spots that they go to. Um, It comes on November 17th, like I said. I don't have too many details on it because it there haven't been like a demo for it. There's you know, Tim and I. Those that's what sucks. I miss the days of getting the demos and all that kind of stuff from the PlayStation Network. You don't get that of that stuff anymore. So, right, uh, it's uh, lackluster on that one. But I will probably play it and I'll let people know how it is. And then, lastly, we got more characters announced for Aladdin season on Disney Speedstorm. Take it away, Tim, because Tim knows this game. Well, and the funny thing is they just announced a new one today, um, a mid-season character. So, yeah, with Aladdin, obviously you get Aladdin, you get Jasmine, you're going to get the genie, and then you're actually going to have Jafar. So they've introduced um, another villain in the game. I think that makes um, three, because uh, you have Randall, um, and then you have Steamboat Pete. And then now you're going to have Jafar in it. And then as far as, so me and my butter, it's like, ooh, so for Halloween, are they going to do a limited time um, event, which they've done before uh, on it? And they did come out and say that one of the limited time events, you're going to get Hades. So, okay. which is which is cool. Um, oh, actually, that was the one that was announced today. The one that was announced today is you're going to uh, get Gaston as well. Um, really a chance, yeah a chance to get him for a limited event because this last season which was um lilo and stitch you got uh Minnie mouse and daisy as well was the ones that you would get on that so with this one now it looks like it's going to be hades and who knows if hades is going to be a um a halloween thing or not or they may have something up their sleeves you know hopefully it's like a nightmare before christmas type deal but who knows and if it's not then they missed out on a huge opportunity right there mm-hmm. um but uh yeah to get hades is cool so that's another kind of villain as well and i guess gaston is could be considered a villain um as as well um so yeah new season comes out september 28th which is also when the game comes out free so Wait, didn't uh, they? When was didn't the new season just drop this month? Um, or was it end of last month? No, it was, it was end of last month. 
So they basically do a new season every month. Um, yeah, because this will be the first one was Monsters, then Toy Story, then Lilo and Stitch. And Stitch, yeah. So, yeah. So basically once a month. I mean, they, they did a gap to start, but. Yeah. No, ex- yeah, exactly. Um, so. One thing I did want to mention is, I don't know if you saw this or not. Did you see in gaming the um, reviews for um, (laughs) the reviews for Mortal Kombat 1 on Switch? No. Let's just say um, the graphics look like when someone tries to home make a video game for Five Nights at Freddy's and they're horror that's what it looks like. It looks so bad. Legitimately, I think it got like a three on IGN. And the, the creator of the game had to apologize and said, we're going to fix this on Switch. It's horrible. <laughs> like the like the people, there's no rendering. So like when they open their eyes, there's no eyelids. So you just see an eyeball with like oh an gosh. eye socket. Yeah, it's creepy. It's creepy, dude. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, and to answer your um, about Speedstorm and when the seasons are, looks like they go for about two months. Because it first okay. came out April 18th, and then that season was June 12th, and then June 13th, July 31st. This will be August 1st to September 28th. Um, so, yeah, so about two two months, I'd say. Okay. Well, that's good to know because uh, uh, I need to get back on it. I haven't been on it in a minute, and it is a fun game. I love, like, it feels like it's you focus but you don't get as mad like when you get cheaters and call of duty or you're not focusing like I have to on Starfield. It's just a mindless. I'm going to race and have fun and listen to the music. Right. Exactly. And like you said, I mean, the races are anywhere from, you know, a minute and a half to three minutes on some longer races. And I could do a full chapter in about an hour. And I think that is about, 20 ish races or so 15 to 20 depending okay um on it so yeah no it's and like you said it's reminiscent of like mario kart for the n64 but with Mm -hmm. disney so it's amazing and everyone should play it so we can get more uh seasons for tim Right. And I know Mr. Stranger is going to get it on September 28th. So, yep. Uh, when it gets free. So, it, it the, the multiplayer isn't, you could all play together on it and, and race, but there's no, you can't talk during it. You have to, you know, use a third party or a Discord or Steam or whatnot to talk um, because it's not like a Call of Duty or something where you could talk in the game. Uh, but you I mean, play against we, each we, other. we would have to do the Steam thing. I don't know if he has Steam or not. But Either Steam, Steam or a, di- or a or Discord. Discord chat. Yeah, but yeah. He, can't, he can't do the Discord chat either because of uh, it's on his uh, PS5. Well, it all depends if he's going to do it on a PS5 or put it on his computer or something. He's not putting it on, I don't think he's putting it on the computer. Have Remember, to, <laughs> he have says to, it's too slow. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have to, to force him. We'll force him to, to get to, it on there. Right. I just have to figure something out. Yeah. Um, next, we have our 
other amusement park pile, which is first we have Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge wins Golden Ticket Award for Best New Family Attraction. It does look very awesome, especially watching everything. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's cool. And it's like 4D because you have the 3D glasses or not necessarily 3D glasses, but almost like the Google glasses where it takes elements on the right and then projects them or has elements on the glasses as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's pretty awesome how they do it. It's very innovative. And like for those that say, you know, oh, Disney does do amazing rides. Like I love Rise of the Resistance, but legitimately they tested out the Luigi's and that one and Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. They run all run on the same tracking system programming stuff like that so this is very unique and, and new they'll probably use it for other stuff but it's pretty awesome right. um epic universe will have next generation robotics drone technology which okay right dude it's universal is especially when that park the epic universe park opens it's it's going to be game changer and from um oh well the next one was going to say what I was going to say. So they're, they're nipping on Disney's heels. Expe- yeah. Especially over in Florida. Over in Florida, especially with the rights that they have at those parks. And then um, I know if they build one in Texas before um, Disney gets anything down there, it's going to make a difference too. So and uh, speaking on that, Executives Hope edition of Epic Universe Theme Park makes Universal Orlando Resort a week-long week long vacation destination like Walt Disney World, which it probably will. It probably yep. will. It's a whole new uh, park. Whole uh, park. All, all this is crazy. They're adding, so um, new Stranger Things Eddie Munson guitar sipper at Universal Orlando Resort for 24. Looks like they're copying Disney quite a bit. They're learning. Um, right. And they also have a promotion offering three months free on any Universal Orlando Resort annual pass ends this month. So if you want to do it, get on there. Um, and then lastly, former pro wrestler and Jungle Crew skipper accused of sexual misconduct found working at Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood Studios. Come on, man. <sighs> Yeah, I thought that was. I just put it in there because I thought it was interesting, funny. People yeah. are stupid. Um, now, Disney Parks pile general Disney Cruise Lines not requiring COVID nineteen vaccination or testing for Australian sailings. Shocker! They don't want to lose money. Um, Disney Lorcana Disney one hundred edition featuring cards signed by animators coming soon. Speaking of which, Tim, tomorrow when I get done doing the recycling, I'm going to go down to uh downtown turlock and check to see what the local card shop has there for you um that is pretty awesome having the animation animators uh signed because um the star wars bounty hunter cards actually um animators would draw certain bounty hunter characters and would sign it and i got a couple of those and they're pretty cool that's cool um and they were hand drawn like you could tell it wasn't like a, like they literally it was a one of one they would hand draw the card and right so um disney has over 1000 acres of land for future theme park expansion now to break that down i think 
the area for Disney World alone is what a hundred acres, I think, that they own right there immediately. I think it's a hundred uh, acres. Like you mean you're talking about like just Disney World, the whole at all four From parks? Tip to tip, yeah. I think it's like a hundred acres, and I think all all the other parks can fit inside of the Animal Kingdom. Um yes, because it's just a a big a big park. Yeah. So all yeah, all of it is uh Disney World actually covers twenty five thousand acres, which is around forty three square miles. That's crazy. So same size as the entire city of San Francisco. Wow. So that's, that's but crazy. I mean that I mean that's that's everything. It's smart planning. They knew what they were doing. They were buying all that stuff. And then now, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and lastly, in the general pile, Disney Parks and Cruise Line doubles budget for expanding enchanting or expanding and enhancing over the next 10 years. Um, I know cruises have just blown back up again because it's like that's the big thing is it's, it's easy to take trips on that way, you know. I guarantee if I found one like a Disney cruise where it was it wasn't too expensive and I like yeah. I, I like literally it's crazy a Disney cruise I could plan one with myself with Tim my dad his parents cousins what you name it you could do a bunch of people and literally it's effortless because that's how cruises work it's literally a floating hotel. So literally right. all you have to worry about is getting on the ship. You don't have to worry about traveling there with them. You don't have to worry about the, even if you want to go to the park before you go on the cruise, you don't have to worry about that stuff. You all can hang out on the on the cruise ship. It's just it's a great idea. But I do know it is um yeah, it's uh it's interesting to see how they've rebounded so well after COVID. Right. And I think, you know, you get uh, cheaper rates as well. So like right now, especially for a Disney cruise, it's kind of like one of the lowest prices you could get on it um, because they want obviously people to come there. They just have one ship that just came out. There's another one being built um, right now in Germany at the shipyard. So there's another one that's going to be coming out in a couple years. So need to get those. uh those butts on the boat they do and i know a lot of them they'll even start booking tickets to it before they even finish building it so keep an eye out yep um now we're going to the parks pile starting with walt disney world this is insane (laughs) i saw the alerts and i'm like this is joking right um well and people got mad too because they blocked off an area. Oh, yeah. they blocked off an area. It's uh, like, they, okay, uh, go in there. Half at it. You want to go in there? So, be my, a, be my guess. A, a black bear was spotted in the woods around the Magic Kingdom, and then it was actually in a tree in Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, a black bear was captured and removed from Magic Kingdom, and it was released um, into the Ocala National Forest. Um, they shut down a bunch of rides. Like it was funny because somebody to went and. Um, took and put a picture of a bear on all the rides that got shut down. It was hilarious, but it was right. legit. It was legit a scary scene. Like they said, people were evacuated from those areas because it was a legit bear in a tree. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Um, 
New sign next to Tron Lifecycle Run test seats warns not all guests may fit. Well, that's not a sh- shocker. Um, come on. I mean, I understand if, like, you're a certain size and you're borderline and you're like, oh, man. But if you know that sign shouldn't be telling you anything, you know, no yeah. offense. But y- you know, you know what that screams to me right there? Disney legal. Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So congrats on that, people. Um, Disney Lorcana gift sets sell out again at Walt Disney in Disney Springs, which I assume that was probably like a different drop in Disney Springs after it was in the parks. So, um, yeah. And I think, and if I remember right, people were mad at it because it was supposed to be like limited time. And once they were out, they were out and then they dropped mm-hmm. it again and people weren't too happy about that. So. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, Coco bus wrap debuts at Walt Disney World Resort. Like I said, Coco's popular. Got to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, new Disney license plate benefiting Make-A-Wish rolling out in Florida. Um, they do this a lot. They change like almost every year. I think they get a new one that benefits yeah. Make-A-Wish. So. Every year, every couple of years. Yep. Yeah. Um, today, actually... Uh, parking lot trans returned to Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot for the first time in over three years. And all four Walt Disney World parks have trans service now, which I never used the tram when I was there. I stayed at the hotel. I used the buses. So I don't know. About right. Yeah. Either the yeah. When we were there, we used the um, the buses and the water taxi um, when we were there. But that's just, you know, what was convenient for us. But um i know when mr j went and his family that they used well they stayed off-site um outside the resort so they would um park in the parking lot mm-hmm. and i know when he was there they didn't have the tram and depending on where um you park at yeah that tram is you you need it yep it's um i remember remember the old good old days that desolate parking lot where you would go and when there was no california adventure it was interesting to say the least yeah no exactly and then really quick before you go to the next one i got two more um just really quick uh actually one more just really quick um that the bright line and mirrors transportation announces partnership services between orlando international airport and walt disney world resort shocker yeah so before they had i forgot what it was the the bus that uh you and your wife took for your honeymoon uh the disney express yeah magical express is the magical express yeah whatever uh it was and then they dropped that and now um the mirrors transportation did it because that's what we took when we went there because they didn't either they didn't have it or no they had it but um it probably wasn't available for your resort it wasn't available for us because um even though our hotel was in the resort it wasn't a part of disney the only one that wasn't so it's like yeah you know whatever but now you know you got the bright line the train and then the mirrors transportation which is the buses or they were saying um mirrors transportation will power shared connect shuttles and luxury private rides so the shared connect shuttles is like a big, you know, fancy Greyhound bus. And I'm uh-huh. sure the luxury private ride will like either be. Thing. 
yeah, like a, a town car or a bigger SUV or um, the minivans or the, or the yeah, the minivans, but that they make all fancy, fancy and not like the ones <clears throat> you took in, you know, high school, you know, freshman baseball type deal. So it was just a matter of time that you knew this was going to happen, but at least it's it's a partnership now. I mean, I'm pretty sure we even talked about it before that they were going to be doing something with them. It was it was inevitable because oh, everyone yeah. needs to have that. So well, and especially uh, it's not like the park is right next to the airport. I mean, even in Disneyland, it's not, but I think it's closer. Um, not necessarily LAX, but uh, John Wayne, I believe it is. Uh, but with the amount of people that go to Disney World yeah. and with the Orlando airport, that's what it's like a good half hour-ish away. <clears throat> so even Ubers still take some time to get there. You knew they need, I mean, you need to facilitate them from getting to point A to, from the airport to the resort because you want yep. them, you, you need to get them in the resort. Um and if you yeah. offer that service, you're a little more likely they're not going to rent a car and they're not going to go to a different park. And so. not going to leave. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So um, lastly, in the Disney World pile, a service dog named Miko was kicked by a guest in Space Mountain at Magic Kingdom. That's mean. Yeah, well, on it, it's so I actually read the article, the clickbaity article. Um, it's not like the guy just reared back and, you know, did like a punter's kick on the dog or anything like that. I guess they were in line, Space Mountain, the line moved forward um, or was moving forward. And it was uh, two women, one with the service dog. And I think the other one, I think she had a, a service dog as well. And the guy like went to standing behind him, moved forward. And she's like, oh, you know would you mind taking a step back because he got close to the dog or whatnot? Mm -hmm. um, words were ex exchanged and he took another step forward and I think stepped on the tail or something like that of the service dog. Um, <clears throat> then they got on the ride, whatever, everything was fine. And they didn't report it until an hour before the park closed. And this happened, you know, beginning of the day or something like that it was mm -hmm. reported a lot later to security and security's like well there's nothing we could do now um about it and nothing was charged the dog was fine um but i'm like okay if it was really that big of a deal or you felt that he abused your dog um especially with it being a service animal that would be something that you'd take care of like right away right then and there so it was kind of a little to me <clears throat> a little fishy about it so yeah i don't and the dog and obviously the dog wasn't hurt nothing the dog was fine yeah well they got to get those click titles you know and somehow but the, i'm very excited for this next one because i called it i called it so hard. Disneyland Resort pile. Updated Disneyland forward documents give new look at potential third theme park, Skyliner shopping and more. And where is that potential third theme park going to go? Employee parking. <clears throat> well, it's it's going in a lot of different parks and it's 
potential third theme park. It could not even be a third theme park and it's just an extension of I know Disneyland and uh, in California, but it with that extension could be it'd be a huge extension to it if that's how they do it. Um, But it could be uh, like a, a third theme park on its own and it would basically go around um the three hotels that they got the California Adventure Hotel <clears throat> the Disneyland Hotel and the uh Pixar Place Hotel and all the open area and parking lots around that and the nice thing is is yes you know they announced this a couple years ago and it was going to be basically like their 30 year plan but with this moving forward they had to not necessarily redraw up, but rezone some stuff because you had hotel that was just like hotel and parking that was slated that was slated just for, you know, parking. Well, or that was zoned just for parking. Now they have to rezone it to be theme park um, on it. And uh, a lot of different zoning has to go in it and they have to, you know, do sound studies and everything. I mean, that's farther down the the line because right behind that is i mean you have a road and then you have housing apartments i mean residential right there right so if right. you're moving that far uh that close to it you know they have ordinances that hey you know the decibels the noise decibels have to be at a certain range so but with this is it was like a 17,000 planning um, document that um, went before the Anaheim City Council for them to basically, you know, vote on it and move forward with this Disneyland forward. But in the document, it gave like a map layout and saying some different rides that came through there and how they're going to transport people to it. Well, you know, possibly a new a Skyliner extension of the monorail, um, even a people mover. And they put pictures of those rides from Disney world Mm -hmm. in there. So it's not like, Oh, we're just assuming it's like, no Disney put a picture of their new Skyliner. Disney put a picture of their people mover, um, in it. Now it said, these are examples of some stuff that we can do can use, but, why they didn't have to put those pictures of those specific rides in there so it's it's i like it um it'll be interesting to see how it comes about because the nice the other cool thing is is it's you know oh this is like a family friendly ride this is a thrill ride um you know different areas that they have and it's just a color cordon map it doesn't say this is this type of land. This is this, nope. you know, other type of land. It's just color coordinated. It, it, sh- it and shows, yeah, what could be done in those areas. Yeah. And more so the co- the color coordination was for, um, I believe, the, at least the one that I saw that everyone was using was for um, noise levels. So okay. obviously like a thrill ride had a little bit more noise level than like a family friendly ride. But it couldn't be too noisy because right next door is you know the apartments and residential but they're going to have like a 12 foot sound barrier wall there so that way um 
you know, you can build that. And the other thing is, is if you're getting, you know, because they're landlocked, um, and so expansion, they can only expand so far out. Um, but with doing that, I think you're going to see more indoor type rides and thrill rides like a, you know, like a rock and roller coaster in Disney World or like a Mickey and Disney Disney's Runaway um, oh, Railway yeah. and like Rise of the Resistance um, or Millennium Falcon were all of that. I mean, you're all indoors the whole time. Um, so which I mean, it's easy enough to do because instead of it being outdoors, well, you just build a building over it. So you could build the whole attraction and then yep. oh, now we build over it and which they've, you know, has been very popular. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. There you go. It's an indoor roller coaster and yep. you have elements, uh, you know, interactive elements throughout throughout it all. It looks awesome. So we we shall see it's it's baby steps but the nice thing is is you know they got to get those areas rezoned and once they do that then move forward from there well they did bring back um uh whatchamacallit they did bring back the runs so the council's on their side so it's be easy to make some of these changes i bet yep yep strike while the irons iron's hot yep uh Next, we have opening date was set of uh, actually it did open on September 18th. Avengers Vault, this is California Adventure. Uh, this is the one that's going in place of where the ride was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like an exit queue area where there was going to be a smaller store. They made it bigger, and I believe it does have the more expensive, like more realistic looking gauntlets, Infinity Gauntlets, things of that nature that there could be in the thousands of dollars, like the R2D2 they have in um, Batu. Right. So yeah. um, there's kind of cool stuff like that there. Uh, yeah. We did we did get a new Ahsoka Loungefly mini backpack at Disneyland Resort for $88. I might have to get that for myself. Um, yeah, but remember, it's the mini one. So Loungefly are already small. This is going to be even smaller. Hey, hey, don't judge me. You could put you could put a stick of gum in there because I don't even know if a water bottle will fit in there. <laughs> um. We have a Space Mountain reopening date is set for October 26th for Disneyland Park, which means we are not going to be getting Space Ghost Mountain Galaxy. Ghost Galaxy this nope. year. Um, mind you, my nephew went on that with me. I told my sister he was way too young. She's like, he's fine. And I said, if you get scared, close your eyes. And his eyes were closed the entire time. And I know this because when he took the picture, his face was <laughs> facing the wrong direction and his eyes we're very much clenched shut. So yeah, I need no, to find a photo. Especially on that one, that's a, it's a scarier one. I'm surprised that they that they do that. I mean, legitimately, it comes swooping down on you from right when you pull in. It's creepy. Yep. Well, not only that, just the uh, the noise and and music as well. Yeah. Um. Coco chocolate sculpture is now on display at Disney's Cal- Grand California Hotel and Spa as well as a new Coco Skull Sipper arriving at Disneyland Resort for Hispanic and Latin American Heritage Month this month. Um, it also ties into, I know they'd go more Coco-centric when it gets closer to Halloween as well, for Dealers yeah. de la Morte and whatnot. Um, 
Fender Custom Shop salvages Disneyland trees to create guitars. That's awesome. And they're probably expensive. <coughs> right. Yeah, I see. Um, well, and it's probably, uh, yeah, like you said, expensive. And, oh, uh, trees, including two guitars made from Disneyland trees. So that's crazy. Uh, it's only, I mean, ten thousand four hundred and twenty-five dollars and ten thousand six hundred and fifty. Very specific pricing. They probably value. They probably, yeah. I, I get it. So there you go. Yeah. Um, next, run Disney twenty twenty-four Disneyland half marathon weekend finisher medals revealed. Um, the wife was very happy because we were going in January. We're making sure we're going. We're actually going the weekend after the uh, race, so we're not gonna we're gonna miss a lot of the the stragglers from that. Um, but I am excited for it because it was just kind of cool to see that it's all back. It's you you, you don't you right. don't you don't, re- you don't realize how much you miss it until you don't have it. Right. Um, and then lastly, spooky tree flight with souvenir poison apple cups completely sold out at Carthay Circle in Disney California Adventure. I think since they've gotten rid of a couple of the fancy restaurants, you end up losing um, some of the, not nostalgia, but you don't have as much uh, stuff. So it makes this make it more exclusive. So I wish I could right. have gotten that poison apple, but it's and this not in the cards. And this one's cool because it has like three little taster um it's got the tree and then the branches have like three branches come off and it's got little tasters, um, like a beer flight, how you get taster beer flights and you know, the cups that go on it and it looks like the old school, um, you know, the not weeping willow, but like the old school spooky tree. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm sure that's why it was called the spooky tree, but yeah. No, you never know. It could be another reason too. Right. But <laughs> but that is all we have for you this week. We want to thank you guys all for coming through. It's greatly appreciated. Mr. J, Mr. Stranger, everyone who comes through, listen, we appreciate you. Uh, so for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>